You. You. <laughs> All right. We here. We in here right now. Okay, we're in the room. You got your yeah, yeah, yeah. You got your 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 top shop pack ready? Oh no. You forgot that? Come on. Yeah, I forgot the sign. Welcome back, everybody. Another episode of In My DNA. This is sports edition, of course. I'm back with my my brother here, Chris. Chris, welcome back. We missed you up in here. We missed you. Yeah, it took a little hiatus. I had to let him miss me a little bit. (laughs) You silly. Uh, right, right, right. There you go. There you go. I'm gonna throw out our little question here that we we talked about previously. Well, didn't really talk about it, but I did bring it up to you. So the question is: Do you think athletes should have to address the media before or after games? What do you think? Give me your give me your uh, points mm-hmm. of view. I just think it depends, but I mean, the way I see it is no. Like, why do I have to address every little thing? And then half of the time, it doesn't even – you're not addressing things that happen in the game. You're really addressing controversy or stuff that they hear or stuff that they might have said about you. So I don't think you should address anything. Like like I said, for me personally, I'm not ever addressing media for anything. Okay, what about just on a normal, like, sports – you know, like, your specific sport thing – like, do you feel like they should have to have, like, a pregame conversation or a postgame conversation with the media at all? No. You don't think at and all? Also, not, not at all. Because it's like, if you focus on the game and, like, you're going to ask me, oh, you scored this or you had a one for five, I don't want to hear that. Like, you know, pe- you know sports people or people that are playing sports, they're sensitive about everything. Hmm. So any little thing or any little thing you said is stuck sticks in their head and they're going to have another bad game. And mm-hmm. then, then, then the fans come in and give their opinion. And everybody seems to have an opinion about something that you're not even playing. You're not even in my position. So why do you think you should have an opinion about everything all the time? Mm-hmm. Do you think if you don't address the media, do you think that that in, like, impacts some way fan engagement? Um, yeah, but I, I think it's a good thing to, also because, like, I felt like the whole social media space gave people or gave made people think like their opinion matter about everything. Like, I, I liked the mystery of not having the, the, the fan engagement. Like, everybody thinks they need to be engaged. Nothing. No, just watch the game. That's it. I mean, have, I a, get have it. the have the engagement at, at your table in in your house, yeah, with your friends and your family. Why do you think you need to say something to me online or at the game or whatever? Why should I address the media of of, of this play? Or oh, why you didn't throw it to here instead of here? Or well, like, I'm not trying to address anything. I'm trying mm-hmm. to play the game, have fun, and then go home. Right. Yeah, I mean it. It's yeah, like that. I, I'm always somebody who sits in the middle with these things because, like, I understand why a, an athlete should address the media or like talk about the game or you know whatever it is. But I also understand why you wouldn't want to. I mean, from an athlete's perspective, I obviously why you wouldn't want to. Why you just want to go and like 
play your game, go back, shower, and then go home. I get all of that. And it could be good or bad. If you were in a good moment, like a championship, like the, the NBA championship, why do I want to be on the stage and do all that for hours? Like, you just want to go back, celebrate with your friends and family, and have a good time. Like, I don't even know what to say in all these moments, whether it be good or bad. So it's like, yo, I'm not, I don't want to address anything. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I get it. I, but I also understand it from like a fan engagement perspective because it's like as a fan, like it's not in, in reality, it's not enough to just you go out there, get paid millions of dollars to play a sport you love to do. Right. It's not mm-hmm. enough anymore as a fan because I'm not playing that sport. I'm living it through you. So yeah, if, if yeah. you're not if you're not giving me any details into what makes you you, it almost turns you away from the game. Because if I'm watching soccer, let's say it's not a it's not a sport I typically watch that often, but like when I watch it, it's the Olympics or it's the World Cup or something like that. You kind of get into more of like the stories, like where somebody's come from, the work that they mm-hmm. put in. Like that stuff to me is more interesting than the game itself. So if like, you're not you getting any to of them, that, it's not that interesting. But it's not for them. The what's for them is the salary. What's for no? I'm me talking about yeah. Product. I'm talking about for the fan, the soccer fan. Yeah. So they get away with not having you all in their personal life. And soccer is a major sport, and like you said, they it's for the salary for them. But their salary is ridiculous, and they don't have right. to say anything. I'm sure they do. I mean, just like every other sport, I'm pretty sure. But it's just not as big as how it's portrayed in. In these na- in well, they're national too, but like the bigger sports stuff, right? Because that's the obviously that's the U.S. thing, right? Like mm-hmm. soccer is not as big in the United States as it is in other countries, right? But like right. even in those countries, I'm sure it's still crazy, you know. Yeah, like they still know, want to know, you. they want to feel like they know you, even though they I don't. No, I'm kind of different with that. Like, yo, I don't want that. Because like, if I get to know you, you think you could. Like you have an opinion, you could you know everything about me. No, you just know what I tell you. Exactly. It doesn't mean you can't have an opinion. I think everybody can have an opinion if you want to have an opinion. I just don't have to hear your opinion. <laughs> In truth, yeah. I mean, that is the nature of it. At the end of the day, people gravitate towards people who share their opinion, right? Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much the bulk of it. But like for me as an engagement from an engagement perspective, and I can look at it from an athlete's point of view and I can look at it from a fan's point of view. I know how to separate the two and I'm understanding of the athlete who doesn't want to talk. And I'm also okay with that. Like if today you're not feeling it, by all means, don't. In the the broadcaster's point of view and the people that have to get their questions off, they ain't okay with that. Of course, because they're making a salary too That's, for something yeah, exactly. completely different. So it's like... Yo, you're not mindful at the end of the day. We are people, too. Sometimes I I might not want to talk to you. Yeah. But you have to, like, see it from their perspective, too, because you're, as as a broadcaster, as anybody else, you're doing the same thing that these athletes are doing. You have to go away from your family to sit here and stalk these athletes to get out questions for the fans that are paying to, you you know what I'm saying? Like, there's always a trickle down effect. Now, tell me this. Well, that sounds crazy even want to do that what like you just said oh as a broadcaster you got to sit here and stalk these these people so so the fans to get now why would i even want to take a job like that that's just me personally that i mean crazy. listen 
well, listen, I'm not judging anybody for what they want to do. If you enjoy like getting the scoop or whatever, like that's cool. I'm very empathetic to that. That's cool. That's you. I don't want to do that. But yeah, I understand like, why, why for someone I who would. A, a scoop on a next man. That's how, that just sounds crazy to me, right? Yeah, I mean, I just, why? no, that sounds, that sounds very judgy. Like you can't, you can't like judge somebody for what they like. Like you like this. I like that. I'm, I like mangoes. You like pineapple. Like everybody is different. Everybody's hardwired yeah. different. Everybody's built different. I'm not judging nobody. If you like that, you like to get the scoop. You like to be in the know. Like, good for you. Like, go ahead. You you figure no, that it's out. Not like you're just trying to be like a popular kid at the lunch table. And you me. might be, but that's <laughs> but that's still your right to do. You know, like that's still. I'm not here to judge it. And there's some people who genuinely like that. To be honest with you, that's crazy. they like they like to have the information. They like to go out and ask questions of these people and wait till at the end of the game and outside the locker room and all that. Like I said, I don't want to do that. But they're also being paid to do that. And some people are being paid a lot of money to do that in truth. Mm -hmm. So you, like I said, you go do you, you go do you. There's there's no agree or not agree. It's just what you, whatever you prefer. Like that's, like I said, that's, that's to each his own kind of thing. True. And I, like I said, I understand not asking about personal stuff. I, if it's me personally, I want to hear about the game itself. I don't want to hear about, you know, whatever. Somebody else's personal I just feel like the personal whatever. stuff be moving moving the story more than the game. For sure. I agree. Because let me guess, if you do, let's say, oh, if you're doing good, there's not really much to ask you. There's you're plenty doing to good ask. All the time. No, they don't, it's, not, it's not an interesting story. Well, I don't think it it's always about being an interesting story. I don't even think it's all controversy either. I think it is. I that's don't what think sells so. these. That's what sells these. These this clickbait, and for people to want to click on these. See, you, the posts. I, I think you're just thinking from a social media perspective. But somebody who's like a diehard Knicks fan, these days. I don't think it's that though. <clears throat> like if you're a diehard Knicks fan, Mets fan, Yankees fan, whatever you are in New York. It yeah, the controversy is fun to listen to sometimes, or whatever the case may be. But like, you still show up to the games. We talk about James Dolan all the time. It doesn't keep people from not going to the games. It don't matter how much controversy he has. So like, who cares about if that's the case? Who cares about the controversy then? Mm-hmm. Nobody. They just it's just fun to hear in the moment. And then you're like, all right, I moved on. I'm still going to the next game tomorrow. It's like yeah, it is what it is, whatever. Yeah. And the Knicks don't, and to say like we're like, oh yeah, the Knicks winning, you know, changes everything. Yeah, the Knicks weren't even winning when that was happening, and people were still going yeah, to the games. <laughs> so yeah, like, but that's it's just fans. This yes, is like the entertainment too. It's it's partly it's entertainment, but it's it. but it's mostly fandom. If you're listening yeah, to a post game yeah. or a pregame show, you're a fan because not everybody is watching. Like people that come in that are just like whatever. They just watch the game. If you're a fan, you and you you're a fan when you're like, oh, I I know I know the people doing the broadcast. I listen to the the post game, the pregame, the halftime. The if you're doing all of that, you're a fan. Like you just love the game or the or the team. Mm-hmm. If you just come in but to in watch this generation, the game, like, let's, let's be honest. In this generation, how many people are fans? Fans like that? Nobody. But that exactly. this generation, this generation is not the one that's also paying for these tickets or buying the merchandise like it's still my our generation it's still the generation above us like i don't look at this generation current as 
the end all be all. Yeah, for TikTok, sure, but not for everything. Let's just say that. Say it like that. Yeah, like the people still buying tickets are still the people down. like you and I. Yeah, I just think a lot of a lot of this whole stuff is watered down. Like everybody feels like you owe them something and you owe them an explanation for something. Like, bro, at the end of the day, I'm a I'm a I'm a human being too. Like. And so are that's, they. That's like you going you in your job. You, you owe them something. Like, nah, you know. To me, I feel like personally, I feel like I'm not. I don't need to answer these questions and give you all this insight. Like, watch the yeah. game. All your questions will get answered. I don't think it's all answered. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like I yeah. said, from somebody, from somebody who just, I'm like, you know me for a long time. I'm a personal fan of. If I'm paying attention to a sport, I'm a personal fan of the sport. Like, I don't get to see LeBron James put in work on the offseason, right? Like, yeah, maybe every once in a while when he puts out something or whatever. But, like, for Mm -hmm. the most part, how do you know? And I'm very specific when I look at stuff because I'm like, okay, what made him make this pass going here instead of doing this one, which is what I thought I would. If I'm looking at the game, that's what I would have done. How do I know that? Hardcore fans ain't doing that, though. No, I un- well maybe not, but I'm speaking from my own. I can't speak for every other fan. Yeah, I'm speaking yeah, for myself. Yeah. Like it's nice to hear his train of thought or his mindset. I would even, I think it would even be awesome to sit down and have a conversation with somebody like that. Yeah, you know, R.I.P. Kobe. But I, I would have loved to talk to him. Right. Because you would get so much information, and it, I don't even care about your personal things. It would just be information on the game. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, yo, people wouldn't—they might have did that back in the day, but they don't do that now because it's just everything is a costume. You could have had the—you could have won the championship, and then next day they're gonna come talk if some controversy hit, or they see you out, or you had a bad game, and they see you. That's all they're talking about. That's a media thing. That's not a fan thing. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. But it's the same thing. That's why they don't want to do any of this stuff. I don't think it's the same. Because it's like, yo, even the new fans nowadays, okay, you get a conversation with LeBron. How many fans is going to ask him a question like that? I don't know. None. They're going to be, oh, this and that. They're going to come up with a bunch of regular, irrelevant stuff. Hmm. A fan today might be more interested in Bronny than LeBron, to be honest. Exactly. That's so, what I I'm mean, saying. Like, like it's, it's, a, it's a different thing. Like, I, I don't know. Like I said, me as somebody in my 30s who just enjoys the game and really loves the game and loves to learn, like, the nuances of the game, the thought processes of the players, like, that for me is more interesting than the controversy, personally. Exactly. But, like, to me, it's like, yeah, so much. So, like, I would be I would be a little saddened if you didn't ask these questions, too, because it's, remember, it's, it's this and that. You might talk about the controversy, mm-hmm. but they also talk about the game. They also talk about certain plays. So, to me, as if you did none of that at all, for me, as just a fan or someone who's, like, a, a studier of the game, I would be a little saddened by that, personally. Yeah, the, the, yeah. Like I said, that's why it's like you don't get no none of that fun, the fun in the whole thing as you would get back in the day because it's like nowadays it's just like all everything is off built off of a, what you hear and it's like it's not it's not nothing no real questions get asked. Right. Yeah. Everybody, we uh, on Friday last week there was the uh, WNBA top shot moment drop and so Chris and I went out and got our packs hopefully you guys were able to get one too 
So we're going to open ours up live here and, and uh, it for the cause. Yes, exactly. And, and tell, uh, tell what our moments are. So Chris, when you're ready, go ahead. All right, let me open it and see. What you got? I got that, I got that girl, Bree Bree Stewart. Oh, shoot. You got a Brianna Stewart moment? Yeah, okay. when she was playing okay. against um, Cam Beige ah, in the May okay. 18th game. All right. Ah. <laughs> what else you got? Oh, maybe I got, oh, Erica Wheeler. Okay. She's with the and... Sparks, right? Yep. Sparks, okay. And what what moment was Crystal... that? Crystal Dangerfield? Dangerfield, yeah. Okay. That was a former Yukon product there. Mm-hmm. All right, let me see. Let me see what I got here. Yeah, you, you see that arrow? That's how you get over to them. You like see it. Yeah, she was slicing and dicing on. All right. Oh, shoot, shoot, let me uh, okay. let me see what let me see what <laughs> let me see what packs I got. So I got this. I got the same uh, Brianna Stewart moment. Mm-hmm. And something else. I don't know who this is. Oh. I, I actually, I, I don't watch too many Indiana games, but I got a moment from her, a three-pointer back in May. I'm sorry. I don't know your name. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to butcher it either. Mm-hmm. It's like Gondrezik. Mm. That's her last name. But I feel like I butchered that. All right, let's see. But my last moment was a John Quell Jones moment. Okay. <laughs> She's having a really good year. They like they like compare her to Kevin Durant Ooh. all the time. So. Oh, that's the one. <laughs> yeah. So I got Sydney Weiss. I didn't even get too far checking what moment it was, but. Okay. Yeah, I think my uh my extra moment there was a Britney Sykes block. I did watch that. She's on the she's on the Los Angeles Sparks. She blocked somebody okay. going on a on a a fast break layup and got a good block in. So it was a pretty good moment. Oh, that's a solid decent moment. That's what I'm saying. Even though Asia Wilson won the one that they were giving out for free was a good one. Mm-hmm. I was telling you that was the down. most that was the the most expensive moment on there. I've seen that. Mm-hmm. All right, so. Did you uh did you pick out your two brands today? Yeah, what you what you got for us? I picked out one. Okay. What because you got? it could go either or or it's it's like uh they have uh women's stuff and men's stuff. Okay. And it's called gallery department. Give us a little backstory. Like, the a uh, backstory is the the creator, he's an artist from California. Okay. His family migrated from um Venezuela and Trinidad. So he used to work for uh, Ralph Lauren back in the day, but he felt like he couldn't grow in the company. Mm. And he was the only minority working for the company. So okay. he felt like he was just considered like the cool designer. So right, that, right. that wasn't really taken serious. So I just, I kind of like his brand because he's just doing whatever he wants. Right. Like it's cool graphic tees, good materials, everything feels good. But I just like the back the back end of the story. Like he's just doing what he wants. He doesn't put prices 
because you know when you put on a shirt or you put on a garment, you just want to feel good. So and if you check the price before you even get to how you feel and when you put something on, then you're gonna be like, ah, it's kind of too expensive or this is not worth this or this is not worth that. So he kind of oh he has an artsy way of thinking. Mm-hmm. So doesn't give discounts to celebrities or any of that. He just does it for the consumer and for the people that like his brand. So mm-hmm. that's why I like the brand. And the brand is it comes up with nice, cool gravities and it, the the garments and everything is made with good quality. So okay, I've been uh, really feeling all his pieces lately. What kinds of what kinds of stuff does he have on his website sure. or wherever he sells pants? Um, like suits. He just did a a collaboration with Landon with shirts and sneakers and hoodies. So it's like active loungewear, mm-hmm. but like it could go from casual to you know you could wear it in the right restaurant. So you got both ends of the spectrum. And That's for my guys and my ladies. Okay, so he makes women's clothing or women's things yeah, too. Yeah, you, you yeah you don't you got some women's things on there too. Okay, so give us like a for the consumer who does want to have like a you know a price range or what they might need to save to spend on his yeah, site. Yeah, you could spend anywhere from fifty to whatever four hundred, three hundred, two hundred, all depending on what you for. Okay, and where where can they go to purchase these things? What's the website where you know? I don't know if there's a website. They have stores and there's like boutiques and stuff that carry the clothing. So you just okay. gotta kind of search out there. You know, right. on the East Coast, there's like Origins hmm. or you know different boutique spots that you could go to. Okay, is he on like Instagram or something like that? He's, does he post his stuff? Um, somewhere? I never checked, but I I know his clothes is on Instagram. Okay, all right. But and how- it's like I don't really care about, you know. I care about the clothes. I don't, right. you know, I don't be getting too much into people's personal stuff. I just like the designs, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, aspects. and what's new? What's new about the drop? Right, right. I think that's what it is with most, you know, most people in clothes. They're not really looking for like the personal stuff. They're looking to like whatever they if they like what they're gonna buy, you know. Exactly. And and how did you hear about the brand? Um, you know, I was looking on um a certain boutique that I usually I was looking on Patron of the New, and that's like a a boutique in in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. And they usually get a lot of a lot of the good brands and brands that's under the radar before it's about to drop and blow up. So I was just looking and I just seen a lot of his pieces on there and I just liked it. Okay. I like what All they right. were doing, so that's how I found it. So okay. If y'all look in and y'all want new drops on a lot of different things, y'all can go to Patreon of the New. All right. First. There it is. Let everybody know. Yeah, for the you know, the consumers that's trying to update their their uh their wear. Right. And right. get fly. Style. Right, style. Try oh. to up the style. <laughs> All right. Well, I know I know you got some other things to take care of today. Oh, sure. We we've been we've been trying to do this uh for like 
an hour and a half. A couple now. of days, we was <laughs> running around. Right, right, right. Yeah, of course, gotta, you know, I got other stuff to do for too. Having me again. Yes, appreciate you being here. I know you're coming back. Always love having you. I was back off the hiatus. That's it. That's it. Getting into more stuff now. Let's go. Yeah, getting into more stuff. New, fresh, innovative. Right. Everything coming new. I'll be back. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Well, appreciate you. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, guys. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We, We will catch you on the next one. We be back. That's it.